what exactly did you start feeling? Because I know you're speaking to hundreds and thousands of doctors out there who who probably are starting to say, hey, that sounds like me. But what was it? I mean, you were only two years in. So like a lot of people wait till like they're six or 10 years in before they start feeling that. How did you know you had these handcuffs on? Yeah, you know, I thought it was early too, which is why in the beginning I was really confused. But when I look back, I was very, I was burnt out, you know, which is, I think you would say is a little strange just being just a couple years into practice. But really by that point, I was feeling a lack of goals too, because, you know, everything in my life up to that point had been in four to six year increments. And I think this is really common for doctors, right? You know, you're striving for the next, you know, step examination or the next board examination. But once, unless you're in academics, when you're sort of striving for tenure or something like that, you know, or the, or the next paper or, or something like that, when you're an employed physician doing your job, that's essentially it. You know, you're looking at the prospect of doing that same thing for 30 years and then retiring and then, you know, dying, what is it on average, uh, nine years later or, or whatever like that. So basically, I was feeling uh, goalless. I felt mm. very, uh, very trapped, as in I would have loved to have gotten rid of my commute. I would have loved to have worked a bit less, but I, I, I felt like I couldn't because I had all these expensive. I didn't know where I was at financially. I still had, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars of debt, and I, I didn't know how I was going to remedy the situation. So that was how I was feeling. And the way that I, I sort of approached it was that I decided to sort of take matters into my own hands with education. So um, I learned about personal finance. I got a new goal, which was financial freedom. And then I had this interesting evolution that started with stocks and now is concentrated in real estate and as my vehicle towards financial freedom. What was your what was your first piece of education outside of your medical books that said, aha, what's going on here? So I, I think it was podcasts, you know, and, uh, okay. you know, I I love the medium of podcasts. You know, one, one day I think I would love to uh, have a podcast myself, but it's just a wonderful way to make use of dead time, you know, uh, whether you're walking, you're working out, you're, in my case, I literally had 10 hours a week when I was stuck in my car. It was, you know, before I got my electric car, it was even longer than that because I couldn't get in the HOV lane, right? So it was 10 plus hours a week when I was just trying to uh, keep my blood pressure down so I didn't have a, <laughs> you know, I didn't have a stroke on my way to work because that's California, right. That's right. California traffic is just awful, you know. So 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 you used your ten hours right. You had an hour there, hour back. I had something very similar when I was in cardiology. And I was practicing, and I used that time. I squeezed the juice out of that time. I called a traffic university, and I literally gained so many skill sets in that time. So that's awesome. So what were the, some of the early podcasts or books you listened to? I think a lot of the early podcasts were things like the White Coat Investor. You know, I think for the, the basics of personal finance, uh, it's a great a source of education. Um, the Afford Anything podcast was was really great. Paula Pant, uh, I think, is a great voice in the personal finance sort of space. Um, and then from there, it kind of grew organically. You know, what I realized after you know months of just absorbing all I could about personal finance is that. A lot of people get to financial freedom through stocks. I would say that is that is a typical way. You just save 20% of your income every month, put it into broad-based index funds. And then after probably 20, 30 years, you're financially independent. It's just kind of like formulaic, right? 
But there was this subset of people that were getting to financial freedom in five to 10 years, you know? And, and as yeah. I listened to it, I was like, what, are, what is the common thread here? And they were all real estate investors. Ah. So okay. after, I would say about a year, and you could, you could I, I was writing and recording all of this on my blog, The Darwinian Doctor, and you could see my content and thinking sort of shifting on the blog itself in real time, because I was like, okay, this is gonna be my plan. Initially, my plan was to get to financial freedom in 15 years, just by like putting it all away into stocks, uh, being having a budget, knowing knowing my spending. You know, all these so things are very good. When you when you when you started practicing, um, uh, Daniel, what what was your age? Uh, I'm 40 now, okay. so I started practicing six years ago. So I was 34 years old. So 34, and then you wanted to get financially free following the strategies you've learned initially was in 10 to 15 years, right? So by 44, maybe maybe 50, well, that was the goal? It was 15 years, yeah. And yeah. it was a sort of investing that we could afford and it tracked very well. You know, I had this whole sort of yeah. timeline in a spreadsheet. That was the initial plan. 